Tonight! You see more time, you see Thailand! Okay, take two, take two. That was take two. We tried that once. Our levels and shit were fucked up, so back at it here. We in. We in it. We in it. So, anyway, it's been a while. We went to Thailand. We said this already, but again, we fucked up the first time, so we had to redo it. Uh, Went to Thailand. Haven't posted in over a month. I said before... Part of its laziness, part of his. We were gone for a couple weeks um, here with uh, Bradley. Hey, I'm here, back from China, fucking on some fucking crazy adventure, going from Thailand, or from China to Thailand, somehow getting back to the States. That was all due to legal reasons. <laughs> I had to kind of go on the run. To, but, put it, to put it lightly. Yeah, but I'm back in America, out yeah. of the fucking communist country of yeah. fucking fuck china <laughs> <laughs> narrow escape yeah dude i almost turned yellow <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you've been too fucking long i was there for a long fucking time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right anyway uh yeah we we all met up in thailand several of us saw a lot of things and uh, in our first take, you were talking about Bangla, Bangla, however you say. What? Bangla Road, man. Hold on. AC, AC. Sorry you turn about it off? that. It was next to me. All right. It was cool, though, for that brief minute that it flew on to me. That was nice. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. So we're going to take you into Thailand, okay? So I, I'll tell you, I started by leaving China, getting right across the border into Hong Kong, hopped on the first plane I could, flew into Phuket. And this is where we all met up. We had a big group of us, but uh, me and Mitch were going to tell you the story. So we flew into Phuket, and we took a cab down into Patong Beach. And to explain this area to you, we're going to start right in the epicenter of the madness, which is Bongla Road, (laughs) or Bongla Street, I can't remember. But it is a depraved circus of fucking lunatics selling you anything from drugs to fucking plastic toys to... uh, Shows where they want you to pay to go see either sex or fucking foreign objects getting shoved into Thai pussy, you know, and anything in between. <laughs> there's a lot of in between. Yeah, little lady boys in between, you know, there's uh, depressed strippers on the tops of bars that you can see <laughs> dancing lifelessly. <laughs> they do lifelessly shimmy about. They, they, they don't do. particularly have much life left in their eyes. No, man, it's just a wiggle of the knees and just a sad look in the eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> So, horrible. so I would say that like right off the bat, yeah, he was there before he uh, got in some trouble to say the least and China evaded narrowly, went to Thailand and waited for the rest of us to get there. I just fucking stay in Thailand for like almost two weeks by myself, just living in a hotel. <laughs> fucking, it was the weirdest thing ever, but I met some cool people and some not so cool people and I... Found a cool Rasta bar that sold me a lot of weed, so I did that and drank some Hong Thong whiskey from the 7-Eleven and kind of just uh, chilled until everyone else showed up. Surprisingly smooth Hong Thong. Yeah, it was. It was some shitty smooth whiskey. It's like the equivalent of Evan Williams or Old Crow in America, but a little smoother. Yeah, I would say so. It's not quite as harsh. But uh, So when I got there, I went with my wife. And then, of course, like like he said, there's a bunch of a, a bunch of us, big ass group. So we get there, right off the fucking bat, I get scammed immediately in a cab. 
You're supposed yeah. to go to fucking uh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to go to these fucking kiosks or something, uh, get a cab for uh, you know a, like a regulated price or something. Like eight, what is it? Eight hundred baht. It's eight hundred baht. That's what they cap it at. It's like twenty five bucks. Mitch's dumbass oh walked out God. to a private taxi who charged him. So mind you, again, the cap is eight hundred baht, and Mitch paid how much? <sighs> Thirty five hundred baht. It's one hundred and ten dollars. A hundred and ten <laughs> fucking dollars, which doesn't sound like much for an hour long cab drive, but it fucking is in Thailand. And not to mention the fucking mad lad bastard. He drove like a hundred fucking miles an hour the entire time, dude. That was the fucking most chaotic drive of my life. Yeah. That was the most fucked part of the entire trip. Well, see, he knew how much money he got from you. Oh yeah. So he was, he was trying to rush to drop you off and to get, get another back dumb as fucking quick foreigner. as possible to see if he could scam another foreigner yeah. that's coming out of the airport. Yeah, no one's as dumb as me though. Fucking dipshit. Anyway, so we finally got there, <coughs> narrowly evaded death, um, and. Mind you, also, the cab ride in American dollars should have been 25 bucks. Yeah, exactly. He paid so, about 110 120. Yeah, I fucking quadrupled yeah. and then some. So we get there, and uh, I don't I don't know if we went out. I don't, I don't think I went out that night, the night of. I think we just... Oh, uh, you were jet-lagged. I think you slept a little bit. Yeah. I think I was high, wandering <laughs> around the streets somewhere. It, right, and then, finally, we met up the next day, and it was just fucking chaos immediately. So, right, right, so where my hotel is at, you know, it was a nice hotel, cool, no complaints. But on the fucking walk to the street, like you said, it's sort of the center of, of it's the hub of, of this fucking chaotic hive uh, in this area, Batong Beach. And on the way to it, there's like fucking five masseuse massage parlors uh, on the way from my hotel to the street. And there, there's a fucking comical amount of them standing outside. There's like five, six, maybe more. On each one, not just in general, but like, and mind you, on the way to Mitch's place, there was like four or maybe five on one specific street that led to his hotel. And on each one of those four or five, there's about seven to eight women outside of them, usually dressed a little bit slutty or in just like a long dress with a tight white shirt that accentuates the tits. But, um... Yeah, they'll fucking rant and rave and do all sorts of... Every time you walk by, massage! Dude, every time... It's like a fucking... It's so... It's like a fucking parasite embedded in your brain at a certain point. You walk by... It it is. There's so many of them. They don't give a fuck, man. They're just like... Massage! Massage! Handsome boy! Handsome boy, come here! (laughs) Dude, that fucking... Like, I walk by, one literally grabs my entire dick. All of it. Not a little. The whole fucking thing. Rubbing on your arms and shit. They don't give a fuck, dude. They don't give a fuck. And then, in the midst of that, you've got a myriad of, like, fucking kebab restaurants and whatnot, and a dude, like, swatting you in the fucking face with a poster or, or a menu, and you're, like, narrowly evading that shit, like Indiana Jones in a fucking pit trap. Dude, you know? yeah, I felt like I was in the Matrix, just, like, dude, swarming backwards, like, God dodging damn. fucking ping-pong pussy, like... <laughs> shines that are getting shoved into my face along with a indian restaurant menu that's getting poked into my side (laughs) and then another fucking promotional menu for 100 bot vodka mixed drinks that's getting poked into my dick all simultaneously and you're trying to matrix through these fucking things down this bongla street as chaos is just ensuing all around you in every direction you look, there's strippers on tops of bars, and there's lady boys that's calling at night. you. It's, and I would say fucking people drinking and puking and <laughs> shitting. Well, it's more it's more tamed. So like during the day, 
it's mostly everything's outdoors. Like during the day, they're little street shops and they'll open up and they're just selling a bunch of like junk ass souvenirs. They're just like worth hardly. And, and the price is so every fucking thing is negotiable. Everything is a negotiation. Does not matter. So this fuck's tactic is he, he said that if they know you're American, they swarm you like they immediately assume you have money and like that's it. That's they've made up their mind. Not just American. If they know you're from America, Canada, UK, England, yeah, uh, Australia, New Zealand, basically, or France, you know, basically any of these, the like top, really developed, yeah, countries, country, yeah. they'll immediately try to fucking overprice the shit out of you. So what I would do is make up. Well, not make up. I would. I first. I had to think of a country they probably wouldn't know, and it has to be small enough that they don't have enough money. So I thought, okay, Eastern Europe. So I went with uh, Latvia, and so most of them don't know anything, and they're like, "Hey, my friend, do you want to buy this one?" I do not have much money. I'm from uh, Latvia, you know, with not much money. I come here for holiday one time a year. Uh, I cannot give you my money. Oh man, I can give it to you for cheap. You know, how much money you give it to me for? Uh, five hundred baht. I give you fifty baht, my friend. Otherwise, I go somewhere else. <laughs> and, and they'll all oh, whoa, 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 every fucking time. You know, then they're they'll willing cut to cut it down a lot quicker than. And I've done trial and error and testing the statistics. Like I've gone there as an American and negotiated strongly and harshly with my normal American voice and my normal tactics, and then I did the same exact thing numerous times in the Russian accent or Latvian accent telling them I'm from Latvia and the price reduces significantly every oh, yeah. time. <laughs> I just, I go with the, ta- I developed a tactic of, uh, of apathy. So I just won't do the voice because it's too much work and I'll probably do it poorly. So instead, every time they try to price me, I'm just like, eh. you know, if you ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'll give you the Larry David. I'm like, eh. you know, give him the shrug. You do that enough times, and they'll just hack the price down, and you'll just see it dwindle. And eventually, they're going to give it to you for fucking practically nothing. And then they're going to walk away, sadly. And yeah, that's what happened. With despondent eyes, knowing that they just sold. They practically made fucking, fucking nothing. For like four bot more than what they paid for. Yeah, and like they almost took a fucking no loss. <laughs> yeah. But so they're always selling like the same shit. It's they have these fucking bracelets that just have the most profane fucked sh- fuck me in the ass lady boy, uh, ginger cunt, uh, fuck retards, fuck retards, <laughs> <laughs> fuck retards. Like and you could have ones. These guys had me a custom made one. Being the filthy ginger scum I am, it's orange, which I thought was a delightful touch, and it says ginger aids, which is a recurring theme. It's for awareness. It is so for awareness. So we know that ginger AIDS doesn't spread and, you know, contaminate yeah. the rest of the world. And our, our life as we know doesn't turn into some post-apocalyptic ginger fucking radioactive Dude. cities. That it's are like I am everybody. legend, but gingers. Yeah, it's like zombie gingers or fucking whatever you want it's to worse, compare it to. It's worse, honestly. Yeah. It's worse. They, I don't know if they bite you, but they if they look you in the eye... I hear that they take your soul. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, most of the time it's just a bunch of negotiation for like souvenir junk and this, that, and the other during the day. And it's hot as fucking balls. Fuck. It's so hot and so fucking humid. Maybe it's just because I'm fucking ginger shit with a garbage heart, but still fucking Christ. I was super used to it because I was living on the coast of China above Hong Kong and the humidity there was like 90% with like 
well, a little below 90, but it would be about 90, 95 degrees each day. So I was bringing two, three t-shirts with me as I was going to <laughs> and from yeah, work. I'm, I'm definitely not accustomed to that. Uh, so first thing that day, we go to the beach, which is the water's fucking god damn. There's like literally signs that tell you don't swallow the water. It's full of like fecal matter and shit. Uh, it's pretty fucked. But the beach itself, is it's a fucking beach. There's not much to say. But there's dudes all around the fucking place trying to hustle deals and shit. And they all, they're all they running scams all the time. There's a fucking jet ski scam that apparently they run. We didn't do this. Where they will rent it out to you. You'll go out and about what the fuck ever. And you come back and they'll claim there's some kind of dent or some bullshit. Try to scam your ass. So we avoided that. But We do that with the mopeds and uh, yeah. scooters as well. Yeah, so we avoided that, and it's fucking. They, they Thailand apparently has the second highest uh, rate of car of auto accidents in the world behind Libya, and I was like, "Fuck." It's that. mostly due to the scooters. So I would also imagine. take this with a grain of salt or ad- advice if you ever plan in your future to travel to Thailand. Try to evade jet skis, unless, I mean, you take full pictures like 360 degrees around that thing, as proof that there was no like pre well you could see the pre-existing dents or whatever so you could you know help yourself if they try to fuck you at the end of it and also with the scooters as well they'll do the same thing so you'll put a deposit on the scooter and you'll ride it for a few days when you return it they'll try to keep your deposit or make you pay even more saying that you damaged the scooter or i guess we like to call them mopeds here in the states but so be careful about shit like that too yeah they're pretty they try to be pretty fucking slick but anyway we were on the beach and he managed through his latvian skills to negotiate a price from this dude to take us out on a boat uh we were on a banana boat and he took us out on a fucking big boat speed boat and that was pretty fucking crazy so there's about five of us on the banana boat and they tied a rope to the, the fucking, chinese people remember the chinese yeah, people on the chinese boat? before us and they got thrown into the water and as I know from living in China for quite some years, most Chinese people can't fucking swim. So after they got flung into the water, one of the girls started crying. Almost seemed like she was about to hyperventilate. But uh, after that, they got us on there. Fucking started slinging us around in the water. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> Holy nuts, fuck, dude. dude. Yeah, we, we held on for a little bit. I'm surprised. We didn't even hold on as long as they did. Dude, dude they were the, probably the last so... one we held on really long. No, do you they think... gave us three turns on it. But do you think that they took it easier on the Chinese people? Oh, for sure, because they know they can't fucking swim. You think? Uh, dude, it felt like on the third one, dude, we were going fucking fast. Dude, I remember I know. thinking, because I was in the back of it, and that shit was whipping up like a fucking it was like stallion. You know, I was on the yeah. back of that thing, feeling like I was riding a I horse. I felt like I was just fucking... Bu- dude, I, my neck was so fucked that second time. Like, after, after I got slung off, I fucking barrel rolled like five times. That shit hurt. Yeah, Regina... She said the whole the whole next day her her neck and shoulders were fucked yeah. from getting slung off it like a little bit of whiplash I guess yeah it took it took a couple three days to get over that shit but anyway that was pretty fucking dope I have some lovely pictures of dip this dipshit falling off of the boat mid picture which was great the banana boat it was awesome dude it was pretty fucking sweet also the day before that I got drunk as fuck and honked on whiskey and I went uh, parasailing. dude it's so high up. how dude, high is that I have no idea how high it is it seems like I was pretty level to about five stories up or so maybe yeah. six on a hotel when i was like up in the do air do you think if you fell on them. land you would die from that height dude it's very possible uh, especially when they're going over the sand above or uh beyond the ocean yeah notice like, that in like 
you look down, it's like, if you fell, you would certainly, if you went feet down, you'd, you'd break certainly your break your legs. Badly. Dude. Badly, yeah. Sure. yeah. But for if you sure. fell head first, there's a huge chance you would die. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. But, so we did that immediately that day. Like, that was one of the first things we did. That was pretty fucking cool. It was crazy. What the fuck did we do after that that day? Uh, we went to Bangla, and then we just kind of moseyed around down there. But then the next night... Mike we had about came. five more friends show up. Yeah, we had a big fucking crowd. Oh, dude, the little kid. So we're at this fucking... Oh, he's a hustler. Oh, man. my God. So we're at this little restaurant, and uh, I'm just chilling, whatever. This little fucking dude, this little Thai kid comes up to me. I don't know. He's like fucking 10 or something. Nudges me in the arm. He's like, hey, what's up, pussy? What's up? What's up, pussy boy? Uh, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? I didn't tell Mitch this either, but uh, I had met the kid about a... Five days prior to that, because I was by myself, and uh, I was playing pool with an Australian guy, and he came by and tried to hustle me at pool. Fucking scooped his ass, though. and got him. <laughs> he was dude, damn good, though, dude. I, like, he, he's a little slick fuck, man. Yeah, but he's good at, like, all games, and he fucking... Yeah, he, he hustles fucking he, foreigners, man. He does hustle, but he's so goddamn charismatic. He's so He's So, so lovable. It's true. I wanted to adopt him, Definitely. just like you said, man. Definitely. I had an innate desire to adopt this child. Yeah. So he's out. He's like, oh, what's up, pussy? What's up? Thumb more, thumb more, thumb more. He has these like shitty, cheap plastic flowers around his neck. They're worth like fucking nothing. It and looks like the lays you get when you go to Hawaii. But, but like the cheap like Walmart version or dollar store version dollar of Dollar store, them. definitely yeah. dollar store. Definitely. They're worth like cents. And he's like, come on, your, your lady want one, your lady want one. Come on, come on, come on, thumb war, thumb war. So he challenges me to, to thumb wrestling. And he's so fast, dude. He's like juking me out. And, dude, ass. he fucking <laughs> murked me. He got, he, he's just wiggling about. I bite. I go in. He goes, slips around the side, fucking crushes me, dude. Crushes me. I pay up 100 baht. That's like three bucks. No problem. I give him the fucking three. I give him the three bucks. And then he goes to shake my hand. I go in for the shake. Fucking dude dabs me. Going for the shake again. He's like, okay, I'll be a good sport. Fucking dabs me again. <laughs> Rat fuck. Ass, little <laughs> fucker, dude. What a little fuck. So, but I was mesmerized, you know? Was, I was shook. I was shook. That's the best way. There was way. so much more shit he was talking that I can't remember what he dude, said. Dude, it was he so He was so much. quick-witted for Don't being, be a cheap Charlie. He was, yeah, for having English as a second dude, language. Dude, his English was exceptional. Probably going to a shit school because he's doing this as a job, probably to bring the money back home to his mother, you know? So, like, for all unfortunate circumstances, that dude, he mastered the craft of language and manipulation at a fucking oh, super man. young age. His English was, was fantastic, and... So he's fucking with me, and later we tell him, like, okay, we got another friend coming, and uh, he's got, like, his, his wife, his sister, his wife's friend, there's four of them, and we tell him, uh, just fuck him for everything he's got. Just just absolutely ream him up the and, ass. Okay, so also a little pre-story before that. My, this is Mike and his wife and all of them. He had been traveling around to, like, six other countries before that, so the currencies in his head were just starting to blend together. You know, and he was just in Indonesia before... But then he like tra- changes some money right when he gets there to Thailand. But he doesn't actually have any of the currency translations memorized yet. So like we tell this kid to just skunk our buddy Mike because we're like he has no idea about the money yet. So when he sits down at the table, just fucking savage, just savage <laughs> the dude, man. Like yeah. so he gets him and he gets Mike to give him a thousand baht 
For the one, the fucking little yeah, he fucks him at somewhere too. That's like thirty bucks, dude. Thirty. <laughs> he comes back later, so it's so meticulous. Oh, is it twenty le- or thirty? It's thirty. It's thirty. It's 30. Okay, yeah. He, 30 he bucks. leaves. Well, he left for a while, and we told him, you know, to come back later when our friends here. And then, of course, Mike gets there. Kid comes back later, looks totally innocuous, and then fucking reams Mike up the asshole, dude. Talk shit to him. Talk shit time. to him just as bad as he did me. Fucking wrecks him at it, thumb wrestling and then gets him for thirty fucking dollars. And Mike's shook. He has no idea just and then how much calls fucking money him a he pussy gets. As he's leaving, <laughs> <laughs> he brings him for thirty bucks and still talks shit on the way out. Dude, he <laughs> talks shit to me, but he only got me for three bucks, so I can't complain too much. He never talks shit to me the whole time because I think I just gave him so many customers. He was like, "All right, I'll fucking I'll let you slide, yeah, buddy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck, dude. He he was slick, and then later uh, near the end. Ran into him again, and the little fucker wanted to rock, paper, scissor me for a hundred bot. <laughs> and I got his ass two out of three. I got a two out of three. So he was going to pay up, give me the hundred bot, but I let him keep it just because he's a charming motherfucker. But I got the W. And then he dabbed you again after you let him keep the money. <laughs> Like, yeah, what the fuck is with that? I whooped your ass. I could have took your fucking money. I you showed were you nice mercy. enough to give it back, and he goes to shake your hand and fucking dabs you. Dude, you gotta be kidding me, man. Oh, little fuck. Little fucker, man. I, I let him off easy like that. I could have took his fucking money. His fucking lunch money, little dick. But anyway, uh, he tried to get Grant. You see him fucking pinching Grant's yeah. lips. Grant was getting so bad, dude. He was getting fucking pissed. Grant was looking at him with that fucking Ted Bundy serial killer look. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, fuck. But anyway, so this little kid, you know, he would always be out at night fucking lurking for victims. We went out to eat some street food. We was eating some fucking gator one night. Oh, dude, no, yeah, crocodile. Yeah, Yeah, gator. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gator. A gator meat, which was fucking good. And this little girl comes up. Looks like she could have been that boy's sister. Apparently she wasn't. And she's just like super humble and and sweet. Comes up and asks him, hey, hey, would you you like to buy some flowers? Trying to sell him those fucking shitty flowers. And he's just like shaking his head. No, he doesn't want to buy him. And then she's like, "Okay, lady boy," and then just fucking leaves. <laughs> <laughs> she like scooted away quickly too. It was like one of those insults and run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... yeah just fucking dogged him in jail. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the first day it was mostly the banana boat shit. We fucked off a bit. Then we all met up, and then we actually he negotiated to rent. Uh, oh no, that fucking night the ping pong. So then. There, there's fl- so when you go down Bongo Street, it's it's like you said, it's fucking chaos. Particularly at night. During the day, it's not During as bad. Day, it's, it's just fucking relentless amounts of fucking people shoving shit in your face to sell, like fucking knockoff Ray Ban sunglasses. Dude, it's con- and it's and like you said, it's suits. ceaseless. <laughs> yeah, dude. So during the day, it's not nearly as bad. During the day, you'll walk by it's every fucking corner. It's sales. sales. It's constant sales. Like there's a guy who'll be like, "Yo, you want a suit, bro? Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Suit, man. Come on, come John on. John Cena wears a suit. <laughs> John fucking Cena wears a suit. So 007 tra- wears a suit. <laughs> you so come in. I, I help you, brother. They try to sell you a fucking suit or some shit, or there's they're trying to always fucking always fucking always something. It's always Middle East that sell the suit it's true it's then, true yeah and then all the thai people sell souvenirs and sunglasses and like shit that they can make for you to put on your wrist that say fucked up shit 
Exactly. Yeah, and and you know, there's fucking restaurants and shit everywhere. It's and just then tattoo shops. Tattoos, dude. Yeah, everywhere. Especially and if you already if you already have tattoos too, they're particularly annoying because they're oh, just like, dude, oh, you have a tattoo. You want a fucking mu- t- no the tattoo, dude. He one guy was like, you have tattoo all over your arm. Come on, legs. You want tattoo on your legs? Yeah, I'm like, like, no, dog. I'm good. It's like already. I'm not gonna buy on the main street if I was gonna get a tattoo because I'd go to the one in the back streets where it's a smaller shop because obviously they got better prices, the same quality. But the people on the streets like that, they gotta pay higher rent. They gotta pay their workers. They gotta pay those people outside that are nagging you, mm-hmm. you know, or at least, or maybe they just work off commission. I don't know, but I feel like those prices are probably way more expensive. Any sensible person would know that. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Hold on, let's go back to the the first night that they arrived, though. Before we went to the ping pong show, we had a fucking insane night in this tiny bar. And, like, there was two little strip poles in the bar, and we ended up just getting fucking wasted in there on 100-bot mixed drinks. And then, halfway through the night, Mike is just fucking gives him a 1,000-bot bill and says, Give me a fucking bottle of whiskey. And they said, Oh, no, it's 3,000-bot. He goes, You could either take this 1,000-bot... And give me a bottle of whiskey, or we'll take all of our friends, go to their bar, and buy it somewhere else. <laughs> and they said, okay, hold on. <laughs> Dude, thousand bucks, $30. Yeah, so they went back behind the counter, and they just pulled out one of the bottles from behind the bar and gave us a whole bottle of rum or whiskey or something. And then we just, we were literally pouring it into our mouths from out, like, outside the bottle as Mike's sister gets onto a stripper pole with a lady boy and starts grinding <laughs> up and down as this fucking... Lady boys just rubbing her junk up and down Mike's sister's thigh. Jesus and we're just fuck. smashing whiskey in the background. Smash. <laughs> Fucking smash. <laughs> yeah, but did we go to the ping pong show that night? No, that was the next night. Okay, yeah. So th- then the next night, we uh, he sees some, there's these fucking signs all over on Bongo Street. And they're like this. They're like, they're it's making not just it. signs hanging. It's people shoving them into your fucking face as you walk yeah, down the... Yeah, they're holding it. Yeah, they're, they're holding, holding the sign. It, putting they, it in your fucking face, stepping in front of you. They aggressively put it in your face. You have to yeah. literally juke and dodge to get around these signs. They yeah. will leave it in your face with their arm, like, stiff-armed. Like, yeah, yeah you better fucking limbo under this sign if you're not going to come in. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, exactly. Exactly, but... Hold on a sec. You go ahead. Explain uh, this. Yeah, so... Of course, I had to use... Well, I didn't have to use, but I decided to use the Latvian accent to negotiate the prices because they said, okay, you can get in for free, all of you guys, but you have to buy one drink. And I said, well, how much is the drink for each of us? They said, 1,200 baht. I said, that's fucking crazy. You know, because that's like 30, like, like over $30 for a drink. So I negotiated all the way down to 400 baht, which is like 400, like four bucks per person, $4 a person. And so we get in there for free, and then we all pay for, like, a Long Island iced tea. Then once we get in there, we convince them to give us $4 drinks the whole night. Because there was, I think, eight or nine of us there. So they're like, all right, well, it's a group, so we'll give you a deal. So, yeah, we're getting, like, $4 Long Island iced teas. And then we sit in the sofa, like, diagonally from the stage. And then, like, all we thought was, oh, it's a ping pong show. Girls are just going to be shooting fucking ping pongs out of their pussies, ping pong balls out of their pussies. But then they give us a menu. And evidently, the show changes, like, every 10 minutes. So they just do crazy shit with their pussies for 10 minutes on stage. And then they go back in and come back out and do different crazy shit with their pussies for 10 minutes. And so when we first get in there, 
I don't remember what they're doing. They're like blowing candles out with their pussies or something. And then there's some fucking grandma comes on stage and fucking lights two cigarettes in her pussy and fucking smokes it. Smokes it with her pussy, dude. She's inhaling that shit right into the fucking pussy, exhaling it like a fucking vape video on YouTube, just blowing dragon clouds out of her cunt. And then, <laughs> and then like, and then like ten minutes later, another show comes on, and she pulls me and Mike on stage, and then uh, we have to hold balloons in our mouths, and she puts like paper darts in her pussy. And then shoots them out of like a little whistle blower, dart blower thing that's shoved up in her pussy. And she just uses her pussy muscles <laughs> and squeezes that shit. And it flies, dude. Like fucking with accuracy. And she just lays on her back and goes spread eagle and like aims her pussy at the balloon that's like oh right God. next to your head. And she shoots it. And it's fucking terrifying, to, to be honest. <laughs> she, she has some serious fucking strength. and uh... Dude. So, I mean, yeah, they shot it. Dude, the ping pong ball shot them at you guys. I remember that fucking vividly. She also put a fish in her pussy and shot it, like, out of her pussy down into, like, a little fish bowl. Oh, that was fucked. And then she stuck razor blades. uh, Not one. On a string. A A string string of razor blades. Like, 15. And she stuck them all in her pussy, then pulled them out. And then to prove that they were sharp and real, after she pulled them out of her pussy, she just sliced it straw down to the core like super quick like she was chopping a carrot like just to prove that the shit that she shoved up into her pussy was like some razor blade sharp nasty shit that should just fucking tear your insides out but i don't know they've got evidently some superhuman thai pussy i don't know what is inside there might just be made of leather on the inside or fucking you know, rotisified crocodile skin. <laughs> but I don't fucking know. But the uh, the show kept going. They kept changing every 10 minutes. Then a group of foreigners came in. And there's one dude that just goes right to the stage and sits in front of it. And he keeps throwing Titty down sucking, like bills. I don't know what, what size bills they were, but he kept throwing them down every two minutes. And one girl would just come to the stage and he would just suck her titty. Constant, dude. Just, the, her just like nipples had to be newborn. so fucking sore the next day. Dude, so fucking sore. I don't know how you could suck a titty for that long. I he don't just know. kept dropping bills and sucking titties. Dude, I love sucking titties, but not that much. Dude, that was like... there wasn't. Even, it almost became like a non-sexual act because he was just like... It was weird. More titty sucking. <laughs> <laughs> dropping another bill. It's just like... It was fucking weird. It was weird for sure. So that was like our our view in front of us before the stage. So we just watched titty sucking and then pussy smoking, pussy shooting, pussy annihilation, all wrapped into one decadent fucked up show. But nonetheless, it served as phenomenal entertainment for us while we were drunk dude and did, I, I had to go afk for a second but did you go over how you were able to get such a cheap price oh the latvian accent and I yeah went, okay yeah, yeah. I, i've told, yeah, yeah. told him it Nine bucks. Out like 12 or 1300 quiet for yeah. a drink and then i got him down to like 400 or something yeah it was like 1300 buy that's like 30 some dollars he got him down to basically like nine dollars yeah and that per included person. a drink and they kept the drinks the same price the whole night for yeah. a group 
I thought it was like three, four dollars a drink. I don't know if it was nine. No, I mean entry was nine. It was free entry. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but then you they got, how much you, you get? Three hundred baht. I thought it was four hundred baht is what we ended up paying. That we paid that for the the rest of the night for the drinks too, and we we're just yeah, that's like ten bucks. Lits and what three that's six like, nine? No, it's like nine. Oh and a half shit, bucks. you're right. You're right. Yeah, three hundred yeah. <laughs> baht is three hundred baht's nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because one hundred baht's like three or five hundred baht's fifteen. Yeah, I just remember one hundred baht was like three bucks. Yeah, so yeah, it's like twelve dollars. I, I fucked up my math. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty cheap. I mean, you know, if you if you're in the market for seeing objects sh- uh, shot out of pussies or or other, you know, very smoking cigarettes, lighting fucking candles, shooting frogs out that fucking thing, darts, ping right pong balls. Right as we balls, were leaving, too. I told them all about it to when you were when you left the room. Mm-hmm. But um, right after we were leaving, too, two girls just went on stage and just started eating each other out. Dude, I remember that. Yeah, that was. So fucked. I think the show gets even crazier, or at least more sexual rather than entertaining well i guess the sexual can be entertaining but what we saw was basically just fucking pussy games dude then, and right the girl we who leaving, was, ba- it was like showering it was into like a sex game remember the girl who was like just fucking sensually showering yeah, over on the yeah, side yeah. what the fuck i think dude? it was like shifting into like a sex thing before we left yeah like right as we were leaving there was some girl like sensually showering and then two girls and then were, like, the two girls sofa that they pulled, dragged out on stage that yeah. had like no back to it. It was like an open sofa. And the, were those the pussy eaters? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you had some lesbian shit going on, some girl bathing herself. Maybe that somehow uh, mixed together after we left. Why oh, yeah, did we I don't leave? Know. Maybe some girl shot fucking darts out of her pussy. Why did we leave? Into the. Oh, because uh, I think Mike's wife got mad at him, which is, I guess. Somewhat understandable, considering he dragged her into a ping pong show. <laughs> That's why she was mad. I don't know why she is mad, but I got a feeling that was it. <laughs> I don't know. I was having a good time. Yeah, my girlfriend just kind of—I think she'd never seen anything like it before, so she was a little bit astonished. But uh, she she didn't take it out on me, which I think was because all of our friends were there and like mostly everyone had a girlfriend or a wife with them. Yeah. So like she was like, I can't get mad at him for that. True. Because I mean, everyone else is there with their wives and girlfriends. So yeah, I mean everyone but there. Is I think if I tried up. to drag her there alone, she would have been like, "You fucking pervert." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was pretty fucked. But the islands, though. Did you get to the islands? I haven't got there. I was telling... I explained the whole ping pong show when you yeah, were gone. Yeah, but... So that happened, and then after that, uh, he negotiated for us to... Uh, in Latvian, of course. Fake Latvian. Uh, to have a private boat charter us out to these fucking islands called, like... What is it? Fifi Island? Fifi Islands, Monkey Island, and then we just went to a random place that wasn't quite an island where we could cliff jump. Yeah. yeah. It was a fucking rock in the middle of the ocean and uh they took us out on this fucking boat it was like an hour um that was pretty cool it's like nine of us and they pretty much just cater all day to you you know that you have access to this boat these two dudes all fucking day and uh they took us out after some miscommunication (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> there's some fucking miscommunication about what was included what wasn't fucking included it was a whole thing uh we go out and just sort of fucking swim about for a bit didn't you get stung by a jellyfish yeah i got stung by numerous jellyfish yeah <laughs> yeah so that happened 
then we all sort of went to some fucking resort thing. I ate some omelet that made me had to immediately shit. That was pretty bad. That omelet fucking sucked too. It was gross. It's a terrible omelet. I had a fucking big ass hamburger. It was awesome. And but let me tell you, the night before wasn't the ping pong show. This was two days after the ping pong show that we went to Fifi Island. But the night before, me and my buddy Mike, everyone went to sleep, and me and Mike stayed out the entire <laughs> night. Did not oh, sleep fuck. at all. Not at all. We drank the whole fucking night till the sunrise, and then we went and woke everybody up to get on the boats. So I had zero hours of sleep. Then we go all the way out to fucking Fifi Island on zero sleep, and everyone else has sleep except for oh me and Mike. God. And then when we go out there, after we eat the burgers, we're like, fuck it, let's take some acid. <laughs> so me and Mike take a bunch of fucking acid, and then they fucking drive us to, or, uh, yeah, well, I guess you say drive on the water, right? sailed us <laughs> they sailed us to monkey island and then me and mike are starting to fucking trip on acid a little bit and he goes to see the monkeys and one of the baby monkey crawls up onto his head and gets on the back of his hat and he starts walking away with it on his hat and then the mom monkey just jumps down off her post quick as fucking runs all the way over to mike and just fucking chomps into the back of his leg mm. full fucking canines penetrating the skin just like <laughs> like oh, he was Mike. so fucking calm about it too like if that happened to me i would have jumped up screamed and ran all the way to the water you know dude it's but like nothing Mike happened. just fucking stopped in his tracks it bit him he took his hat off dropped the monkey and just walked away slowly like to like very calm like didn't like get like frantic that's psychopathic or, fuck yeah it was i was like god damn that's kind of commendable I would have fucking freaked out if a monkey was biting fucking me. Fucking punted Especially it or something. Especially acid, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what God the damn. fuck? But poor Mike, I mean, Brad was like fucking amped all day. He was juiced. He was just fucking ready. And poor Mike was like on death's fucking door. Yeah. He's like barely fucking awake, barely keeping it I together. Was, I was trying to keep him up because like I was out the whole night with him, so I didn't sleep either. But then after we both took the acid, man, it was dude, like... Dude, he was out. Dude, it, it pumped me back up. And then Mike, yeah, he, he just seemed like he was fucking sleeping while he was walking. Yeah, he was he was fucking struggling. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we did that. Went to all those monkeys. That was pretty cool. And then we snorkeled though. Yeah, you said I, I and snorkeled, we snorkeled on, and that's when the acid kicked in heavy. And I was like, <laughs> float. I floated out so goddamn far <laughs> from the fucking sand, and I was just like floating lifelessly with a set of goggles on under the water, and everything just started getting deeper and deeper. Then all of a sudden, it just morphed into like some aquatic kingdom. That I was staring at from like a fucking god bird view. And I was like, wow. Wow, what a fucking complex mechanism. I don't know what any of it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking nuts. Yeah, we did that. And uh, then finally, uh, we found a fucking cliff. A little rock. And it was a motherfucker to climb, too. It was annoying as hell. Out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And there was some fucking Thai guy just sitting up there casually. I don't know how the fuck he... What the fuck? How did he get up there? Dude, where did he go is the it bigger fucking question. Like, how, how tall do you think? About 30 feet? It was sizable. Yeah. It was big enough. It was enough that when I like jumped, I could count as I'm falling. You know, yeah. like... My biggest question is, where the fuck did that guy go? He just disappeared. Dude, I, I was hoping you guys would know, because I was on acid. None of us I know. I was the first one to climb that thing, and I climbed it barefoot, and it was so jagged, all my oh, fucking feet were bleeding. Dude, I can't imagine. I had and shoes on. And I was on, on acid, and as I was climbing, there was, like, all this water erosion, but in, like, streams across a rock. So the rock was, like, morphing into faces, 
as I was walking up. It, <laughs> I can't I believe you didn't fall. It was hurting so bad on the bottom of my feet. But, like, everybody was in a boat and, like, basically sent me first to go figure yeah, out how to get up there. You're a fucking pioneer. And I was, like, on acid, barefoot, climbing this jagged fucking thing that you had to cross a gap that was, like, four feet with a fucking 15 or so foot fall under it. Then I had to, like, jump across that by myself. Like, well, shit, if I fall, no one's going to hear me fall. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm just going to fucking die in this water before you guys come find me. But whatever, I got to the top, and then I get to the, the very top, and that fucking Thai guy's up there. I'm like, how'd you get up here? And, like, he doesn't hardly speak any fucking English. And he's just, like, smiling at me. He goes, yeah. I'm like, no, how'd you get up here? And I'm, like, super on acid, like... And I could tell probably, like, my pupils are, like, the size of, like, dimes in my <laughs> eyes. It's just black holes. And then, like, he smiles at me and then puts his arm around and tries to take a selfie with really? me. Really? Yeah. And Holy then, like, shit. I remember I smiled. But the way I smiled, I just looked like, I know I looked like a psychopath. Like, it wasn't, like, a casual selfie smile. It was, like, the smile that you see someone that's done cocaine for three hours. <laughs> Like, like, it was that. And then I was like, can you jump off here? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, no. Like, can I jump off here? Am I going to hit rocks or anything? He goes, you jump. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's good advice. I'm going to jump. Like, you jump. <laughs> so then I'm just up there, and everyone's staring at me from the boat, and I'm on acid. So, like, I have this pressure to not be scared, just jump off it. And I already fucking climbed up there and cut my feet all to hell. Everyone's waiting for me to get up there, so I'm like, fuck, then I got this Thai guy taking selfies up there. I'm like, alright, I'm just gonna fucking jump to get away from this dude. <laughs> like, so I jumped, and it's fucking, like a, like a flightless bird, just falling. Oh, fucking Christ. It was so crazy on acid, though, man. I remember, like, counting in my head as I'm falling, like, duh, 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 boom. <laughs> like, it was cool, though. Yeah, most but of that started the fucking... That, chain, like, opened yeah. the gates, you yeah. know, for everyone to go up there. And then almost every single person did, except my girlfriend. Yeah. She was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fucking crazy. That was an awesome day. It was a fucking exhausting day, but it was awesome. It was very uh, event-filled. Um, I would say that was probably one of the highlights, if not the highlight. And then, we, of course, with the Chiang Mai, which is another city in more north. And we flew there couple hours stayed in a big house together it was almost like a compound that was pretty fucking cool dude it was like a seven room house with a swimming pool a hot tub a bar a game room a movie room a fucking it was dope like outside kitchen and personal shuttle service do what personal shuttle service personal shuttle service but it was like Chiang Mai if you've ever been to Thailand you'll know it's not that big it's not big at all like there's not even a fucking high-rise building there's not anything basically over two stories in the entire city like all around it it's kind of like jungly there's a river that runs through it that's like green looks like it just came from the jungle <laughs> like it was the, the off come that oh, just got shot Christ. at the end of it but like somehow we found this airbnb house and it was just dope because we had the nine people with us so we fucking partied like crazy there it was super awesome. Cooked a bunch of fucking food that we bought at the Thai grocery stores because they had like a stove and whatnot in the outside bar kitchen. And it, that turned into another fucking event in and of itself right there. Even though we didn't really leave, we were just basically partying like on a fucking nasty Thai river in some really cool house. 
<laughs> the house was dope. And I mean, those dudes live there, basically. Or they, they stay live, there. like, under it. Yeah, it's and like a little guest area. the rest of it out. Yeah. Pretty interesting. But we stayed there for a few days. We mostly just fucking chilled and drank and fucked off and looked at some temples and stuff. Oh, yeah, we did see a really cool temple. Yeah, it was old. about 800 years old. And I forgot, uh, I forgot the group name that inhabited the area, or who built it, rather. But it's about 800 years old. Uh, shit, man, it's close. Almost a thousand fucking years old. And uh, nowadays, it's inhabited mostly, entirely, by monks. And uh, you can go, though, and visit, but you can't climb to the top of it or anything, which kind of sucked. Yeah. But you can walk around the base of it. But that's what I did like about Cambodia more. Like when you go to the temples there, you're allowed to fucking climb them, and, like mm. go to the top of them, and like see like the bird's eye view up there. Well, we also went to that one uh, area. Remember, we took like a little shuttle thing up there too. Those big fucking stairs that go down. Oh yeah, and we saw some giant Buddhas. Like these ones, there was one like the like the the female. Asian Buddha. I don't know which country it originated from because I know usually people attribute the fat Buddha to China and the skinny, like Hindu-looking Buddha to India because that's where Buddha, Buddhism originated was India, and it wasn't actually a fat person. I, I forgot the story as to why they became like the fat one in China. I think it has to do with like uh, wealth and you know prospering through your life. Mm. But after, of course, giving up everything, I can't remember entirely. But anyways, there was like the skinny Hindu Buddha. Like the Indian Buddha, and it was goddamn like nine stories tall. Like, yeah. like when I took like a a picture from the base of it, looking up, like it looked like that one hand was out flat, and it looked like it was like pushing the clouds, like from a bottom view at the base of the toes. It just looked so gargantuous. Yeah, was that really was cool though. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, so we stayed there a few days. That was that was a pretty... It was a nice, chill reprieve from the fucking chaos of uh, Patong Beach and stuff. So then we... In Phuket, in general. And then, of course, we went back to Phuket. Half of us did. The other half left. Mike and, and his Wife gang. and sister yeah, and they, stuff. They ended up going to... Where did they go They went to that? Bangkok for a day. They went to Bangkok. Then they were going back to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went back. Me, you, Grant, and Libby went back to... And it was mostly pretty chill, but oh, that fucking last night or so, where we all drank on the stoop like fucking homeless people. Yeah. Jesus fuck. Fucking insane. And we just sat on the fucking stoop and just kept by fucking Grant. It's Grant's fault, hundred percent. One another bottle of whiskey. One another bottle of whiskey. Dude, little pints of fucking Hong Kong, and they like it just creeped up on me. I felt all right, and then just fucking as soon as I stood up, I was blasted. I was ass blasted, and then you know we head to the bar. Brad's like, yeah, we'll just fucking drink a little and then just walk around fucking Bongo Street. And, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. I stand up. I'm fucking hammered at this point. Can barely have my fucking wits about me. And then I'm like, I'm fucking blasted. There's no way. We go to a bar, the same fucking bar from before where, you know, Mike got the fucking whiskey, the giant whiskey bottle. Um, and we we just sat. They drank for a bit. And I, I tell Libby, I'm like, there's no fuck. We got to go. Like, I'm fucking can't. Even focus, because yeah. I hadn't drank because of all the health issues I've had and shit. Like I haven't really drank in like three fucking years, so I have the alcohol tolerance of like a twelve year old girl. It's pretty fucking garbage. So she guides me home while him and Grant stay and drink. Uh, she guides me home 
fucking narrowly back to the hotel. Like I have, I can like barely fucking keep it together. We get back to the hotel, and uh, I get she she gets me back up to the fucking room, and immediately I rush in the fucking bathroom, puke my entire guts out, all of them, and then some. Uh, it lasts quite some time, and. It just feels like it's never going to fucking stop. She's just, I guess, patiently waiting on the fucking bed. I don't know. I go to puke. Go lay down. She goes in there. Then she fucking pukes. Uh, It just, I mean, it's just fucking relentless. It's just a fucking cycle of of vomit at this point. And uh, at this fucking point, you know, I just can't stay awake anymore i don't know like i i just haven't fucking drank this much in eternity i feel i feel like death is imminent it's pretty it's a pretty shit feeling i hadn't been that drunk in a long time so i fucking go to sleep and then in the middle of the night in the middle of the fucking night i get up and uh it's dark i don't want to wake her up and turn on the light because it's a really small hotel room. So I go to the bathroom and I sit down and pee like a girl. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to turn that fucking light on to wake her up. And I'm feeling around and there's a fucking lump. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it fucking moves. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's her. She's like coiled up, uh, looking off decrepit and shit, drunk as fuck, under a towel in the bathroom. I turn on the light and we're both fucking naked. I don't know why. I don't know how. I have zero explanation. But for some fucking reason, we're both naked and she's passed out in the fucking bathroom. Uh, Both of us having recently vomited our fucking intestines out. So I I don't know. Uh, It was good, though. I have no regrets. The Hong Kong, it went down smooth. It was not so smooth coming up. Uh, But I'd, I'd drink it again. I'd drink it again. It wasn't bad. Hong Kong, man. I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. Cheap, too. Real cheap. But, uh, yeah, it was a good fucking time. That's how we capped it off. And then we went on. Me and her went uh, back to America. He came home the next day. And then Grant's crazy ass stayed a couple more days. Probably fucked some lady boys. I don't know. I'm sure he did. Probably. Or he got fucked by some. Yeah. That's that's a genuine possibility. Yeah. He might have just taken up the blood, dude. He is gay. So. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So but I don't just know. Assuming all gay guys like lady boys because they have dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's like super fucked up. Yeah. Probably in PC culture, we're like assholes. But I don't really know how it works. <laughs> yeah, but it was a it was a fucking. They have dicks. He likes dicks. He likes them. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a fucking absolutely. Ca- it's one of those places where like at least where the particular area that we were in most of the time for cat. I would say that it was totally worth going. But I would never go again. I don't know about you. I would never go there again. And I don't mean that disparagingly. Like, it was a fucking awesome experience that I have no regrets. One of the best, probably one of the best memories I'll have throughout my life. Uh, But it's a place where it's like, it's a giant party. And once you've experienced it, it's like, okay. Yeah. I've seen it. I've been there, done that. Yeah, I've traveled a lot of Southeast Asia. So, like, a lot of it kind of blends together. Like, in certain vibes of the party prostitutes massages like the fucking relentless sales tactics it all kind of blends together in southeast asia but like yeah it's no it's not something particular that you're like i gotta go back to this specific city again it was so it's 
you can go anywhere in Southeast Asia, kind of to a big city, and find anything like that. Cambodia, Vietnam, fucking Thailand. Well, one of the things I, I forgot to mention, probably the most pivotal moment, and really how we started this whole thing off, so I think it's only fitting that we end it this way. Uh, there's a fucking truck, or a couple trucks, that circle around Bongo Street and around the general beach area. And they have a megaphone. And there's a, always a dude... Also, you gotta tell what the truck looks like. The back of the truck, the bed of the truck, they put like a some like weird platform on the back of it that stands like fucking seven or eight feet tall so they're over the hood the roof of the truck by like five feet yeah and they're standing on that fucking and there's like four or five of them up there standing on this platform so like they're like 10 feet above the ground yeah and sometimes there's like a dude up there hitting pads like a dude's holding pads and the guys every time but it's like a pickup truck not like a loading truck no it's a, a fucking pickup truck with a giant platform these fucking crazy bastards are standing on top of it, fucking hitting pads. Together. And, boom. Yeah. Boom. Constant. Yeah, boom. but I mean, no, like, some of the dudes are practicing against oh, the pads. Like, I some dudes. About hitting the no, pads yeah, together. that too, but some dudes are, like, holding pads, and a guy's, like, kicking the fuck <laughs> oh, out of them and kneeing them and elbowing them and shit. And then you got, like, little dudes in the Muay Thai shorts running next to the truck, like, at the same speed. Yeah, handing out handing fucking out posters and shit. And then there's a guy, there's a guy on top with these fucking gloves, just like we started it off. Every fucking time, they'll slap these. They're they're like uh, practice mitts, defensive mitts, and they'll pra- they'll fucking smack them together. Tonight, Bangla Stadium. You see Muay Thai. You see Thailand. Every fucking time, or if it'll be, it's like every other night. So it'll be like Wednesday night, Friday night. Every fucking time. <laughs> every fucking time, dude. We went and watched it though. We went and watched it. Yeah, we watched it. Uh. And we got in there, it's like 30 bucks, and we watched some fucking grimy-ass chaos, dude. It's like fucking chaos in there, just fucking honking noises, beeping, fucking beep, beep, fucking... What's that fucking noise that guy kept making? Jesus know. fucking Christ, it was like a weird honk, making all these noises and fucking... You also have people fucking with relentless sales tactics in there. Like, you have this guy that goes around who tries to get you to bet on the fights, and he's so aggressive about it. Yeah. Like, he'll try to grab the money out of your hand and, like, make you make the bet. Like, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Dude, but, it like, was after bad. you tell him no, he just sits next to you or just stands in front of you, like, for long periods of time. It's enough for you missing, like, the fights and he just won't give up. Yeah, that guy, that guy was fucking. But he really... was, like, a legitimate, like, like I guess, uh, what do, you, what do you call him? The people who take the votes. Bookie? A bookie, I guess. Maybe, yeah. yeah. He was like a legitimate one, because I saw him going back down to the people who worked there. Yeah, but like it was... counting the money and shit It was them. fucking annoying. But he was fucking savage with this. It's like, yeah. dude, I, he was so annoying. It's like, even if I wanted to bet, I would just not. Because you're like, a dick. Off. But, yeah, there were some crazy fucking fights, and there were some fucking sick KOs. Got the some Russian cool pictures. Dude the Russian guy. The guy out with a fucking, fucking hit. sick elbow. Yeah, was it an elbow? He yeah. kicked him in the fucking head and almost dropped him. But yeah, but that he was had him awesome. up against the ropes, and he just fucking yeah. threw like a diagonal elbow going downwards, and it was just that, clocked the dude, and he just went out cold. Dude, as a, as a fucking avid MMA fan, obviously, I really wanted to see some legit ass Muay Thai, some kickboxing type shit, and it was, it was dope. I was fucking exhausted, but it was dope. And then the Brazilian guy that went in dude, there. The Brazilian dude. He was a yep. heavyweight. Yeah, he was a big and fucking guy. he had guy. some heavy fucking hands, dude. Damn. He ended up getting a knockout too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. So, the fucking... I, there's just so many isms 
that will be parasitically embedded in my brain. Yeah, so many like and then fucking do not just so fucking much. And then with the fucking ping pong balls. And uh, yeah, suit bra, come on, man, you're the fu- suit bra. Suit, where are you from? Where are you from? Come yeah. get suit. You take suit back home. Dude. You look good. You look <laughs> so, like John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking many. There's just so many little memories and, and shit. And that alone was was worth it, just just for those. But yeah, it was a, I think it was a special a special trip, especially just given the, the group the group nature of it. Dude, the group we had, though, was just we had nine people that were fucking psychos that did fucking copious amounts of drugs and drank like fucking fish. And we just swarmed around a depraved city <laughs> like depraved people ourselves. It's almost like that um, that old fucking Hunter S. Thompson article that he wrote said the Kentucky Derby is decadent and depraved. And he was supposed to write like about the races there. But then he ends up writing like a whole, a whole thing on how the people were decadent and depraved. But at the end of it, he realized he was one of them. <laughs> like, that sounds pretty accurate. Yeah, I would so say like, that's an accurate representation like, of our experience. Yeah, we're all going around bong like these people are fucking insane. But then, like the next day, I'm walking yeah. around on acid. <laughs> like, <laughs> <yeah>! <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true when you think about the the totality of the experience and like we fucking went from the other side of the world. Half of us did. I mean, you went from China, but the rest of us, like, most of us fucking went from here, it's from North Carolina, it's fucking 30 hours or something. Well, I had to shit. go back to North Carolina from there. Yeah. And I've already made the trip back and forth from the west to the east, like, fucking four or five Jesus. times. I don't know how you killed like 24 yourself. 24 hours collectively. It's You go insane, too. That 13-hour that flight's the fucking worst part. The that one right particular, in the middle when you're crossing the, yes. the fucking... The uh, ocean. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Usually well, for me, it was the, the Atlantic, ocean. but yeah. sometimes they, they back around the Pacific. God, it was fucking brutal. That last 13 hours. It, like, you got, for me, it was two. I had to go two hours to Detroit from North Carolina, and then I had another 13 hours to Korea, which that one just fucking kills, and then another six hours to Phuket. So it was. The 13 hours one. I had one that was 16 and a half hours before. Fuck. It was like solitary confinement because yeah. you can't really move very far on an airplane. You can go walk up and down the aisles and then stand in front of the lavatories. But um, that's all you can really do is stretch your legs in front of them. But you can't go anywhere and you're stuck in a seat that's like so confining for so long. And it's like, I can't sleep sitting up. So I don't know why I'm so dumb. But after like four trips of going back and forth from China to America, finally, my dumb brain was like, take sleeping pills. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle says take one. It, so I took four and <laughs> just passed the fuck it, out. And the <laughs> irony that you feel like you have to go through pretty much which is the equivalent of solitary confinement to have this like incredibly freeing, amazing experience. Adventure, journey, fucking yeah. something. See, you got to kind of suffer. Like, unless you completely leave home and be completely vulnerable and just open yourself up to a new faucet of life. It's like, you'll never get something like that unless you travel. Like, yeah. traveling is the only thing that could bring you that sort of, like, adventured enlightenment. Yeah. There's a lot to be learned. There's a lot of lessons to be learned. It's it's. I feel like it's pivotal to have those moments because it offers perspective more so than almost anything, really. To yeah, see, like you to complain see about your job and shit here and how hard it is, but then you go over there and you realize like what 
what you consider hard is literally like the joke on the internet as first world problems. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, we saw like on Bongo, there's a woman who just sells cigarettes out of this like busted up fucking carton and she has no hands. Like she just has stumps. She's just holding this fucking thing for hours uh, amid all these fucking retarded foreigners selling fucking death. Yeah. <laughs> selling dude. fucking dealing death. Uh, from her little with her cigar off her one night though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, you know, there's fucking guys selling weed. They're like weed, 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 weed. And then there's fucking dudes who will have like what is it like a Coca Cola lid? Yeah, but it says Coke on the top of it, and they'll hold that in their hand. They go Coke, Coke. Yeah, and they'll like tap their fucking nostril, like trying to say Coke. I mean, it's a fucked place. Oh, and, dude, when we were at the ping pong show, every single time I yeah. went to the bathroom, someone followed me to the urinal. Trying to sell me coke in the fucking bathroom. Yeah, they tried to get me on the way out. And it's like, dude, I would not buy coke in Thailand. I've done it a bunch in America. And I don't want to know what the fuck that's laced with. Dude, exactly. You're not going to be snorting coke out there. Like, fuck no. With the weed I smoked out there, I'm like, shit. Come on, what's the coke going to be like? (laughs) (laughs) But it it was a fucking. It was an amazing, uh, absolutely chaotic and fucking bewildering experience. I would say pretty fucked it's a fucked but fascinating place to go if truth be told didn't tell anyone about this but i'll just announce it on the podcast because it's hilarious when i was there by myself uh, i got a i was drunk as fuck and i got a ride on the back home or back home on the back of a scooter one night for like 50 baht and then the scooter driver was like trying to sell me drugs and i kept trying to walk away oh that's that's a lie I, I backed away. <laughs> Still interested. <laughs> and then finally, he convinced me to buy some cocaine. Uh. <coughs> oh, sorry. I'm hitting a vape, and the vape is like drying my throat, fucking killing it. So I buy the coke from him, and I go to my hotel room. I'm like, all right, it's cool. I'll just do some coke in fucking Thailand. I started like one line from it, and it burned so bad that tears just rolled down from my eyes. Like, you know, like when your eyes water from a nosebleed? It was like that. And then I was like, okay, well, I can't do this. And I was like, maybe I'm so drunk it just hurts. So I hid the bag of cocaine in the hotel room. But then I woke up, and I couldn't remember where I hid it because I was so drunk. (laughs) And so in someone's hotel room, there's a bag of cocaine hidden in there. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely just inadvertently killed motherfucker. Someone's going to find that bag and snort it and just die. Oh, my (laughs) fucking God. Because I snorted one line out of it, and it, like, dude, I don't know what it did, but, like, I just felt it, like, hit, like, right up towards the top of the nasal cavity. It's probably got some kind of caustic fucking chemical cleaner in it. Dude, it... I've never had anything. It was like snorting wasabi, dude. It just as Fucking soon as it Steve went up. up the nostril, tears just started pouring. Jesus, and I was fuck. like, uh, I'm, I was so drunk that even that wasted. I was like, I gotta put this shit away. <laughs> like, right, see, and right there, that small snippet, that little anecdote, kind of sums up Thailand. Yeah. I would say pretty perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That place was chaos, <laughs> <laughs> but it was. A controlled chaos. It was. It was memorable. It was. It was a chaos worth exploring for certain. Definitely. But I think there we're gonna wrap it up. All right, guys. It's gonna be back again. I hope you enjoyed listening to all the fucking nasty, depraved stories. <laughs> now you can go onto Pornhub.com to Asian street meat and jerk off to all the Thai porn you want to after listening to this. And I hope you have a wonderful. <laughs> orgasm <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Godspeed.